Speech Control with Robots, the podcast for news and views on robotics. Hi and welcome to the Robots Podcast. The potential of robotic technologies, particularly exoskeletons, to support disabled and partially paralyzed patients has been the subject of much research in recent years. But there are other technologies that could help even those who are completely paralyzed. Today, we're hearing about how researchers are using voice commands to control wheelchairs, which could enable totally paralyzed people, those who can't even move their fingers, to use wheelchairs by themselves. Our interviewer, Christina Brester, spoke to Vladimir Stanovov, now studying for a PhD at the Siberian State Aerospace University in Russia. He started work on voice-controlled wheelchairs during his research stay in Slovenia at the University of Maribor. He explains the basic idea behind the speech-controlled wheelchair, the fuzzy controller he created for it, and the initial trials in the medical center. Hi, welcome to Robots Podcast. Hi. Would you introduce yourself? Uh, okay, my name is Vladimir Stanovov, and I'm a PhD student at Siberian State Aerospace University. Could you tell us about your project about speech-controlled wheelchair? Well, okay, I I've was working on this project for uh, 10 months uh, during my research stay in Slovenia uh, in the University of Maribor. So I worked uh, on it with uh, Professor Andrei Skraba and they are actually working on this project for a couple of years already. So I, I just enrolled in, at, some, at some stage of this project. Uh, okay, so basically there is quite a lot to describe. So what, what are you interested in? Okay, let's start with the main parts of your chair. The main parts? Okay, well, the main parts are the, the chair itself and those, I mean, this... Uh, Control system, probably? Yeah, I, I mean, I would describe the, the, the chair itself that we took. I mean, uh, we used some old uh, electrical wheelchair with a mm -hmm. joystick. I mean, it's like 20 years old, but it was very cheap <laughs> to get, so we could get it very cheap. and. Uh, you know, it has two, uh, two, two batteries and two DC motors uh, for back wheels and... Uh, DC motors, what is it? Uh, it's a direct uh, current motor, so... And, uh, yeah, it had some control system, so you could use a joystick to go left, right, back and, and front, so... Uh, we removed this uh, old control system and made our own system so and then we've uh, also worked on, on uh, speech recognition we use this um, Google Cloud and IBM Watson uh, cloud mm -hmm. did you use both systems I mean Google Cloud and IBM Watson yeah, at the same yeah. time as uh, an ensemble of methods yeah kind uh, of ensemble. how did you combine them uh, okay I mean It was uh, not really complicated <laughs> system of combining two results. So we had uh, from each, I mean, uh, each system listened to the microphone on the wheelchair 
and uh, I've returned some kind of uh, uh, words um, and uh, then these words were uh, if they are in a list of, of commands or substitutes for commands uh, then the commands were sent to the control system and the wheelchair in the control system executed the command so and uh, if one of these uh, two systems uh, sent some uh, correct, rec correctly recognized word, then the system started to work. So, and uh, basically this is it. So if, I mean, most of the time Google uh, was a little bit faster than IBM Watson, but sometimes if, for example, Google was wrong, but Watson was good, then, then uh, the recognition uh, still worked. And, and vice versa, I mean, so this mm. was kind of Sounds something good. Okay, did you use any sensors to measure distances to the object around your wheelchair? Yeah, actually, this is a part of the control system. This was not just driving forward, backward, spinning left, right. So we actually had, uh, uh, I think we had... 12 ultrasonic sensors to infrared and we also had the leader, I mean the laser uh, radar that uh, um, is used in, in this little uh, robot vacuum cleaner. So mm -hmm. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just <laughs> use this uh, leader and uh, yeah, we had this distance uh, measurement for uh, objects around the wheelchair. So and if, for example, if you're driving forward and there is some obstacle and sensors read that there is an obstacle in front, then it would uh, gradually decrease the speed and in like five centimeters from the obstacle, it will stop. Mm -hmm. So uh, your wheelchair can't go around the obstacle. It can um, just stop. No, I mean we, we didn't do this. I mean this is we called it kind of brake assist system. Okay, so it's okay. not like self-driving wheelchair. And why did you choose these exactly sensors and this amount of sensors? Well, basically because we are. Uh, I mean because they are cheap. <laughs> mm -hmm. So this was the main reason. So ultrasonic sensors you can get for I know one two dollars and okay infrared. Uh, probably a little bit more expensive and leader okay we took leader from some broken vacuum cleaner so this is all done from uh, all parts of uh, all kinds of things that you can get from secondary market or from china so the price was the main criteria here okay okay by the way as you know you used also fuzzy control system yeah exactly we use this uh, fuzzy controller for uh, actually Okay, I should uh, tell a little bit more about this. So we had these sensors, they got um, the, the average distance uh, of, of, uh, uh, to, to objects around the wheelchair. Then we had um, a fuzzy controller which received these distances and outputted uh, some kind of, okay, we called it uh, decreasing coefficients. So they were from zero to one. and. Uh, we had some baseline speed for uh, every movement. So, for example, if we say forward, then the baseline speed for the left uh, uh, wheel and the right wheel is plus 50. So, so it's not too fast. Yeah, it's not really fast. So, um, and next we have these uh, uh, decreasing coefficients from the fuzzy controller. So, for example, if there is an obstacle, then uh, in front, then. Uh, 
the fuzzy controller would uh, return some kind of uh, decreasing coefficient, say it's okay, 0 0.5, then the speed, uh, the desired speed is uh, set to 25, like 50% 50 of uh, 50, and uh, the wheelchair, I mean, uh, the control system would drive uh, the wheels to the frequency of 25. So we use the PID controller to uh, uh, to actually drive uh, the wheels. Uh, so, okay, this is this is how we use the, the fuzzy controller. So fuzzy controller, the controller, let's say, uh, changed the speed of your wheelchair if in front of you there is an obstacle. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, thank you. But what commands do you use in general? Ah, you you mean use? speech commands? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, uh, well, um, there are some basic things like stop, for example. It's a stop yeah, command. Sure. And we also had, you know, for each command we had several words like stop, break, uh, I don't know, house we used because house also recognized very well. So this is like uh, stop everything. Uh, we had go command, like move forward, uh, back, move backward. Uh, we had spin left, spin right, and also go left and go right, and back left, back right. So uh, basically nine, nine uh, commands we had. So, and also, you know, we've made some um, a little this uh, we've made it a little bit more complicated so that if for example you say go and the wheelchair starts to go forward then if you say left it will not spin left on on on, on, the, on the place uh, it will uh, go forward and left the same mm -hmm. i mean it will make a, this a kind of turn, turn. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so and then if you say right it will make a turn to the right if you say go again it will go straight forward so Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a bit more about fuzzy logic for our listeners, maybe about basic concepts of this logic? Logic. What is the difference between classic logic and fuzzy logic? Ah, okay, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I had some experience with fuzzy logic, but I mainly used it for machine learning applications, so this, <laughs> this was some... New experience for me. The idea is fuzzy logic. Uh, fuzzy logic is uh, to expand uh, the concepts of, of uh, this classical logic when you have like zero for false and one for, for true. So you could have you know some uh, gradual change between true or false. Or okay, it could be some simple example. If you consider the the height of a person. Uh, so you could say this, uh, we, we, I mean, we don't usually say that uh, someone is 184 centimeters high. Mm -hmm. So we say, okay, this person is high, or we say, okay, this, this girl is, is not very high, for example, yeah? Okay, so, and uh, basically uh, this is the concept uh, behind the fuzzy logic. So uh, you could use this uh, unclear uh, linguistic, uh, unclear linguistic, uh, how should I say, uh, expressions to uh, to perform operations on on some on some uh, variables. So, for example. Uh, the, the, I know that these systems are used, for example, in, in some kind of uh, washing machines, in, in uh, 
uh, in also in cars, in some uh, I don't know braking uh, systems. So, for example, you could say that if the uh, the speed of the car is high and the distance to to the car in front is low, then you should brake very fast. So, and this this uh, concepts uh, high, low, fast, they are actually determined by uh, by these fuzzy uh, fuzzy mm -hmm. terms. And uh, could you give us an example of your fuzzy rule you use in your speech controlled wheelchair? Yeah, of course. So basically, it's uh, <laughs> very similar to what I've already said. So, for example, if uh, Okay, we have sensor number one in front, yes, and uh, uh, the rule is like if uh, the distance uh, uh, of sensor number one is uh, small, small is like from zero to say 15 centimeters. Okay, so this gradually changed the, the understanding that it's small gradually changed when you move closer to zero. So, uh, in this case, uh, the uh, decreasing coefficient, the speed decreasing coefficients uh, should uh, change to uh, to high. So, uh, so the, the speed would be decreased, for example, for 70% if, if the distance is like uh, 10 centimeters. So, and then you go not 50, uh, uh, with the speed not 50, but for example, I don't know, like, uh, 12 uh, and half, something like this. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I also didn't say what is 50 actually, the speed. I mean, on, uh, I, I should actually say a little bit more about hardware if, if you agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, nice. because, you know, uh, I didn't say it in the beginning. So, uh, on each wheel of the wheelchair, we have this um, kind of encoder with uh, 360 magnets. And we have, uh, I mean, they're organized in three rows, and we have three hole sensors. So actually, uh, the speed 50 means like uh, 50 degrees uh, uh, per second. So the, each wheel is uh, turned by 50 degrees per second, and the length of each wheel was uh, around one meter. Mm -hmm. So it's like. Okay, it's it's not really fast. <laughs> so let's say you have sort of base baseline speed, and the yeah. user can change it. Okay, we didn't add it in the system, but it's very simple. I mean, uh, we just use a small speed for safety because mm -hmm. actually the delay of the command is still quite high. So for Google, the best delays are like three hundred milliseconds, but you can get it for commands like go. Mm -hmm. For example, I mean, we measured the delays. We had some sound sensor when the person starts pronouncing the command, finished pronouncing the command, and and the time delay until the the we we get an answer from Google server and from Watson server. So the typical delays, I mean, a little bit less than one second mm -hmm. for Google and for Watson, around one point half second. Not so bad actually. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when you are driving with like. Five kilometers per hour, mm -hmm. and then someone jumps in front. You say stop, and, <laughs> mm -hmm. and in one second you will definitely hit this person. I mean, yeah, this is right. not not. Uh, of course, this is not uh, good, and this is a disadvantage of, the, of, of our, our project. But I mean, we can't do better for now. <laughs> okay, in that case, my next question: Did you have any trials? With real patients, with real users. Yeah, yeah, we had, we had uh, actually, 
uh, we went to to uh, uh, Slovenian uh, rehabilitation centers. It's a social rehabilitation center uh, where Professor uh, uh, Zupan works. So uh, and uh, he's a colleague of Professor Škrava, so they had uh, uh, some kind of cooperation for several years already. So, and he organized several uh, patients who are actually paralyzed, who cannot walk. Uh, so they agreed to participate in our project. So we've made uh, several tests with them and we <laughs> also asked about their opinion of what, what are the problems, what, what, uh, uh, what could be improved in the wheelchair? So, and <laughs> of also if they like the idea of, uh, of, of the project. So, yeah, and also we've, we've made some tests uh, inside the faculty where uh, the wheelchair was actually made. So we just invited uh, lecturers, professors, please come, please <laughs> take your seat, and, and we've made some simple tests to drive around several cones for you know, five minutes. And yeah, we've got some trials. And okay, the the main thing that uh, as I said before, is uh, the time delay of the command. So everyone said that it's too slow. So this is the main disadvantage. But all the rest is good enough, I believe. Mm -hmm. Let's imagine the situation that there are a number of patients in the medical center and all of them use voice commands to control their wheelchairs. What is the result? I mean, can we guarantee that each patient uh, can control their own chair? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. This. this Maybe is kind of speaker ad identification problem is very important in this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some people ask this question, but <laughs> for now, <laughs> we, we didn't, I mean, we have only one wheelchair, we cannot test this. Okay, I, <laughs> I mean, of course, I think this is solvable. For example, you can fix a microphone really close to, to, uh, to the mouse of the speaker, for example. I mean, some technical solution, but of course, it could be some machine learning mm -hmm. applications. Like that speaker can, Yeah, like speaker identification, that, as you said, so this could be as a way of solving this problem. Yeah, maybe also if someone is interested in, in the hardware part again, uh, what, what, what hardware and what software we use. So uh, as for hardware, we've uh, used uh, Arduino. Uh, so we used uh, Arduino Mega actually to get uh, reading from sensors uh, uh, and uh, also uh, to, to drive uh, the DC motors. So, uh, yeah, we also had, yeah, I didn't say, we also had a pulse sensor uh, on the wheelchair. This is some kind of medical application. Uh, so we could also measure the pulse of the patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we tried, you know, to, to get the correlation between uh, the pulse and the number of commands that the person issued, but there is not, not really a lot of correlation. So, yeah, we had some... Uh, uh, some display on, on the wheelchair with uh, uh, with uh, with the commands. Uh, so we showed the uh, you know the errors front, uh, left, right, back, and stop also like across. So uh, as for software, ah yeah, we we had you know this uh, Intel Mini PC on board. Uh, so uh, actually it, it was connected by Wi-Fi uh, to the network. So. Uh, but we also, you know, considered some uh, uh, 
uh, 4G uh, modem, so this could drive, you know, on the streets. Uh, so, I mean, the, the speed uh, of the internet today is enough to drive it anyway. Uh, so this is not a problem. Yeah, as I said, we had this mini PC uh, and uh, with uh, Linux on board, and we used uh, for for programming the wheelchair. We used uh, JavaScript. So basically, all all code uh, uh, about the wheelchair is in JavaScript. And uh, I mean, this uh, Node.js server just sent the commands to Arduino, and Arduino. Uh, in, in, I mean, Arduino made this <laughs> comments mm -hmm. real. So, and, uh, okay, we also had, you know, this uh, uh, graphical uh, interface, so you could go to the wheelchair IP address and you will get some simple interface with buttons, with uh, the words that are recognized, you could uh, see the frequencies of the wheels, you could get some information about how many meters were were made by the wheelchair. So uh, the, advantage, the advantage is, in my opinion, that it's, uh, it's in, in, in JavaScript, which is the, the language of the web today, and it's actually quite uh, easy to program and it has, you know, it's good that, uh, that you can, you know, uh, combine this with the web uh, applications and also the hardware. And mm -hmm. it's quite easy today. So I believe this is <laughs> the, one of the advantages of this, program, uh, of this project. Yeah, great. Do you know any similar projects and what is the difference between your project and the rest? Okay, I, I've seen several uh, applications of so-called self-driving wheelchairs, yes, so that can, for example, follow some person. Uh, but for speech controlled, okay, I, I maybe I didn't search very much. <laughs> so uh, probably there are some some imp uh, implementations similar to what we have, but I. I I'm not sure if they are using this uh, cloud-based speech recognition, mm -hmm. maybe some simple speech recognition, you know, uh, that is implemented on, on the PC. I mean, I don't know, but uh, if you're asking, we didn't steal the idea from someone. <laughs> this was original. <laughs> no, no, no. And what is the future of this project? Okay, well, uh, still it's difficult to say. Probably we will find somebody interested in, in this. But for now, it, uh, I mean, uh, Professor Schraba tried to contact uh, the, the people who developed this, uh, this wheelchair. Uh, I'm not sure what was the name of this company. Uh, it's the, the wheelchair was called Quickie or something like this. I mean, I'm not sure, but they somehow didn't respond and we still don't know if they're really interested in mm -hmm. making this, not just a project, but, you know, some... Uh, something that could be produced in, in huge numbers. So, well, but I hope that this, uh, this implementation could be useful for something else, not just one prototype. Okay, thank you for your interview. Yeah, thank you, goodbye. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it and check out our website at robohop.org for more information on this and all our past episodes. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, goodbye. Speech Control.
with Robots, the podcast for news and views on robotics.